Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers. Early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, you can always call or text the show at 402-464-5685. Watch your comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. So, um, saw that Nebraska has is sending sent pretty much all of their staff. Except for Rule. Except for Matt Rule. Because he couldn't visit. Tw- okay, so they sent. All right, Jake. Reset. Yeah, reset. They sent the staff to Chandler, Arizona to see Dylan Rayola on Friday. Mm-hmm. Rule couldn't go because he's already made his visit. He, the head coach has allotted one visit. So the rest of the assistants, 10 guys, 9 guys, whatever it was, all in mass went to see the number one player in the class of 2024. Obviously a very important player for Nebraska. They want to get him. But I, I'm curious, Coach, in your experience in recruiting over the years, you've probably gone after great, great players, five-star players, just like Dylan Raiola. But have, have you ever seen something like that where like pretty much the whole staff goes down in one visit to see a kid? Let's go with a question with a question. Okay. Jake, how do you see that that visit went down? What do you mean by that? How, how, how did it look? What did it look like? Just just visual. Don't tell me about the nine guys. How it would look like to yeah, be there. Oh, I should close my eyes? Yeah, close your yeah, eyes. Yeah, just, just tell me what how. <laughs> Take how, yourself into Tell me how the setting was. Just oh, you know, we're we're chilling with you know Dylan and Dominic and not not with Dominic. I don't think I don't know who they can talk to. Okay. Well, here here's it's a lot the, of here's, guys. There's a lot of guys in the kitchen there. So again, I don't I don't. So a lot of people in the kitchen at the house, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty busy. Fangio. So Fangio <laughs> might Fangio's be there, there after you left your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, I, I am I am on my triple repeat here. I have no insider information on this. I'm just going to tell you how this works yep. as a football coach. So, A, there was no home visit, all that stuff, no. So going to see – you can't even talk to someone at this time. No, they can't talk to – They can't talk to – They can't talk to – There's no going to a house. Might be a bump. There's no, there's no, there's no talking to him, sitting down and meeting with him at school, any of those things. You Could can't there be a bump? Them, but there's always a potentially – they use the word bump. Technically, on by rule, bumps are still illegal. There is no like that. Like, oh, yeah, I just bumped him like that. So – like I would say, if I ever saw someone in, in if, if there'd be times someone would walk up to you, be like right away, be like, "Hey, coach," just letting you know, you know, I can't talk to you. That's so what I would tell them right away. Then I would, then I would tell the compliance that day. At the end of the day, I'd say, "Hey, I saw so and so at the school. He walked up to me in the lunchroom. Said I, I told him right away I couldn't talk to him. I had the coach to, to confirm it. Here's the documentation. That's how you'd handle that. Could you do it this okay. way? If he came up to you, could you say, "Hey, you're easily our number one target, and we'll get you a big NIL deal." But uh, I did not talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably, you probably want to stay away from that. Hood up. Yeah. Do that. So the, the point being is that when I'm sure fans read that it was everyone at a barbecue at the house for four or five hours. And obviously that's not that's not the that's not the way it works. So no. and and especially when you're recruiting someone of that high profile. Okay. So I know that Nebraska I'm sure had a great plan for what they were doing, how they're gonna go about it, you know, with those things. So um, what you can do when you go into a school is that you can have you can you can split up as a staff, which means all of a sudden I'm hey, stop by attendance, stop by this area. See if we see if we can see a teacher. Different way areas you want to you want to have a plan for everyone 
when you go in there. Mm-hmm. Now, when it gets to a contact time, like in the spring, the most you can have go to a school is two. Two at a time. Springtime. Springtime. Now it's unlimited this time. It's unlimited. It'll come up and, you know, they, they'll be able to go back with the full staff to go back and see him, oh, probably November 28th. It's that Sunday after the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. That's when you can go back in uh, to be able to see people. When you go in with, with a large group, you have to have a very detailed plan. Otherwise, you just have a bunch of guys sitting around like that because there's just certain people handling the conversation and the talking that's going on during that time of those, of those visits. But you're going to have blank amount of visits. But And I'm not even sure because I don't know. I have no idea, Dylan, uh, idea if, if Dylan's mid-year. So if he's, if he's a mid-year, you're going to have very limited times in the house before yeah. his signing date comes up. And you, it's, it's a couple of weeks. He won't be a mid-year. Yeah, that. So then, you have, then you're going to be able to see him yeah, he won't at be more times than, that, to be able to have a chance to get to his house and visit him. And then during that time, when, and when you go into true home visits, the head coach gets one. So when you go in with the head coach, you like to go in with the number one recruiter probably and the head coach. Anytime you go in with the head coach, it's his show. He's the one. You're not all of a sudden, you know, it's not kind of like, Coach Joe, give me a second here. I want to clear something up like that. You know, it's, it's, it's the head coach like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, Excuse me. This, what yeah. this was, was just a, a show of force. It was you are clearly a priority Dylan Rayola, mm-hmm. uh, if you ever doubted it for a second, well, we got nine guys in your school today. Bill's right. They can't mm-hmm. talk to him, but they're there. Uh, Dom, te- I texted Dom yesterday. Dom said, and Dom, I texted him for a quote, so this is not off the record. Dom said, that definitely made an impression on our family. There's not much more that makes him feel like a priority than that. So they're, you know, I, it's, it's, it's kind of funny to think about it that way in my mind like come on he's he's the number one player in the country of course he's a priority but they still want to feel like a priority you know absolutely that's what you're establishing out of it It, yeah shows priority priority and then you hopefully you can get some different things done in-house while you're there with different people you can speak with or try to gain some uh some knowledge in that in that area there's always because it's shocking how sometimes you're just talking to a security guard and he'll tell you something Really? Or whoever. Oh, you'd be, you'd be really. Yeah, a lot of good things. You know, that things you need to know. Pick up on some stuff. So there's, you, you just don't know the number of times I've been like, whoa, 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 didn't know that. That's information. That's something I never know or hadn't asked or somebody you know gave up uh, some information. Not like in a bad way. Just like, hey, did start talking. They'll start talking about them. So there's always some little things that can be gained from it. So, and that and this gets done. This isn't something that's that's uh, completely unique for a one time deal. Like that. I've, you know, you've heard of a, a bunch. Usually maybe it's more in the five to six, sometimes maybe just the offensive side, different things. And then also it depends on what your schedule looks like too. And so something important is to be able to get that done. Most likely a lot of staffs right now are – so most of the time what would happen would be you'd be completely done right now. And so you'd be out spending these the last week out when you were out last week. You were, you were, you were junior and sophomore recruiting. I mean, you're a sophomore recruiting. You're going to see schools on. You're checking on someone that's 15 years old. You're going to see. Mm-hmm. So you split up that way. But you have more time to do things in that time. To get people to say it was uh, um, um, December 14th or whatever it is before December 10th, to have all your guys go to a school when it's really pressure time because there's a bunch of guys signing on December 20th. Or you're going to have maybe 19, 20 guys yeah. sign. You have to see all those guys. Yeah, different. Then it's hard to get – to that spot, I would imagine Nebraska is probably in pretty good shape with who's signing. They are on the last last. They're pretty section. much done. 
So with that, they did. They probably were not in a panic that they had right. to go. They've, they've already saw the people that they need to see that were signing at this yeah. time. So you can so go. That's kind of how. That's what I would guess that they were, that that, uh, that was that was going on during that time. But so it sounds like I said, like that, I have no idea on it. I don't follow that part of it. But obviously, it, it made an impression. So that's great for them. So like I said, those guys are doing a tremendous job in all those areas. Yeah, Dylan. Dylan is a 2024 guy. Obviously, my perception, guys, is that it's. I'd say Georgia and Nebraska are atop the leaderboard. He might talk to Dominic all the time. I'm not shooting from the hip necessarily. I would say USC. You got to watch. Well, yeah, Lincoln um, Riley's got a pretty good background. Yeah, but here. but it wasn't. They weren't on the. They weren't as prominent on the radar. I don't think as people thought until now. Now I think you see USC's in there. Dom mentions Oregon. His, you know, Dylan mentions Oregon. They they, they always mention Georgia, Nebraska, USC, Oregon. There was a little TCU talk. Dominic's daughter goes to TCU. And Dom did say someone else could emerge. So we'll just have to see on that. I don't know how it's going to all turn out. I if Yeah, I'm not going to say who I'd bet on right now. But Kirby's tough to beat. Well, he's just won two straight titles. Yeah. yeah. And Kirby, it's, but here's the thing about Kirby. It's not just that. He's a good recruiter. He's got, he's got the gift. Right, Bill? He's really good. Yeah. yeah, Kirby's got the gift, Jake. It's not just, hey, I won two national championships. I really don't need to say anything. No, Kirby can talk. He's a talker, right? It's just a relentless pursuit. Like, you know, how do you get better? Upgrade your roster. That's oh. what you're always trying to upgrade. Your, that, that's all that Georgia wants to do. They want to have a better roster than what they had last They're year. Upgrading. They want to have every every every. You, you, you tell people all the time when you're when you're coaching, it's like, hey, even your starters, I am trying to replace you. And you're trying to get someone better than him, even though he's a starter. Trying to get a lot of times it doesn't happen that way. Maybe he just comes in, doesn't does do that for a year or whatever. But you're trying to, at all times, you never want to be like, yeah, we we got some guys, we're fine. Nope, nope. Get the best possible at all times, mm-hmm. and get and get competitive people. Again, yeah. So there, you you coached for for Ed Orgeron, and I'm curious. Before mm-hmm. you know, Ed Orgeron has had an interesting career. He was at USC, was interim head coach there. Then he went to LSU, became the head coach, obviously, but. Throughout his entire career, he's been known as a phenomenal recruiter. And we, at Ole Miss, he's a great recruiter. Recruiter. What what made him so special in recruiting or so good? Uh, his ability to he, he could relate really well with with everyone. Didn't matter what didn't matter what living room you were in. Didn't matter if it was a three car garage family, if it was uh, mm-hmm. wherever they were located, if mm-hmm. it was rural inner mm-hmm. city, whatever it was. He could re- he could relate to everyone, and he was just so much of a, a people person. But also, he had, he had a very detailed plan of that. Hey, just so you know, when you do get here, it's going to be tough, and we're going to develop you, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to do. So it wasn't everything wasn't just sugar coated. But he was really good at that, and then he would listen to his assistants really well on on what was going on, how we're handling things on different stuff, and he would listen very diligently about what's the plan here, how when I what, go in, what we're doing. But if he hadn't spoken to, so give you an example. So yep. we'd we'd do power hour. Power which, hour. Power hour was What's a lot power of fun. power hour? hour would be, and it was recruiting all the time power hour. Spring. Yeah, so it'd be five o'clock. Whatever. This would be on February nineteenth. Okay. So hey, power hour at five. Everyone's in there at five. In where? Everyone. What's that? In where? In the staff room. And it was, and, and and you had to talk. So you're bringing, you were getting a hold of your top recruits to talk to Coach Ogeron, and you'd almost be as you got going like that. And Coach wouldn't talk to him real long. But he had to talk to all the top recruits, and there we'd be kind of like, and don't breach the line. When you have someone on, you're talking to them, 
right there. You keep talking about, hey, you know, Coach O wants to talk to you too. A couple guys are stacked up. So everybody kind of knows who's in line with what's going on. Like, okay, I'm second, I'm third, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden somebody just comes in and just takes your spot. I mean, you just, you just want to lose you, 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 you want to lose it on them. Like, hey, dude, get the, the, I always tell them all the time, hey, respect the line. You, you want to throw hands. Yeah, you're throwing hands. You, you want to throw, throw hands. hands. There's a line here. Yeah, there's a line here. Yeah, there's a line here. But if you gave him the phone and it was a phone call, he would, if you get, hand the phone, he'd be like, just take it away from you. Why? Had to be FaceTime. Really? Had to be FaceTime. Really? If it was, there's a couple times you might say, coach, they're driving right now, and he'd take the call, especially if it was elite dude. Don't get me wrong. But, but the whole thing was when you were getting your guy on the phone, hmm. you knew you had to get him on FaceTime because he wanted to talk to – he wanted to be face-to-face with every conversation Here's a question. he was having. What if you're an assistant coach and you couldn't get your top recruit on the line? Oh, it'd be brutal. brutal. Oh, that'd be – Maybe fourth and nineteen. That's a bad day. That's a bad day. So what? There'd be a giant board up here, and he'd be up here, and he'd be, right. we'd go through. Right. So it'd say it would be uh, uh, inside linebacker. Like that. I'd be like, okay, so uh, Tommy Jones, are you still you still our number one linebacker, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, coach. He's number one. Staff. That's funny because I haven't talked to him in ten days. I have not talked to this guy oh. in ten days. How does that happen? He might grab and just throw him off the board. Like that. So you had to know, like, so. You knew who he had to talk to, what was going to be in, and then, but you knew power hour. So once that hit, you get a text message at two fifteen. Power hour at five, you were immediately getting on the phone, texting, and stuff like that's that. Some pressure on you. Hey, we're going to oh, yeah, hey, 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 five o'clock for, and plus sometimes you're just like, they're 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 in practice or right. they're in wrestling practice or they're right, they're whatever. in something that's going yeah. on, you know. And so the power hour would always run long. So if you didn't get them, you kept trying. Because I thought there'd be numerous oh, times that I would be back. 640, you know, down the hallway. That's Co- heat. Is Coach still here? Yeah, Coach is here. And walk in. Now, guess what he did? He would take the call every time. He wasn't like, I got to go. I don't know. He'd be like, who do you got, Bill? I got so-and-so. Said, oh, great. Or if I would call him up back in the time, back during, like during COVID, I'd say, hey, I think so-and-so is ready to commit, or I think this is going to happen. Uh, coach, they're going to call you here in, in five minutes like that. Oh, that's that sounds great, Bill. That's awesome. I'd that's, love to talk to him. Yeah. It'd be like a Tuesday at 9 o'clock. God, see, see, those wow. rosters like LSU don't happen by accident. No. That's no, elbow. Of, you know what you just of, heard? That's elbow grease. Yes, yeah. it is. And the other thing about Ed Orgeron, and you uh, you know I've interviewed him. You helped yeah. me. He's been on the show before. Yeah, yeah Ed was on the show. And what I, well, I, I'd never met the man, and I couldn't believe how relatable he was. I mean, yeah. when I called him, I'd never talked to Ed Orgeron. Yeah. And at all within three minutes, he's so disarming, so, and he's very intuitive. Like he knew I wanted to talk about Mickey Joseph and Bill, and he he just knew where to go, you know. He gets it. Yeah, he gets it. He's very relatable. Yeah, extremely relatable. Yeah, and and very intuitive about like what you need. But the whole part it was, was amazing, Jake. Mm-hmm. If you talk to him, you go, oh yeah, I can see why he's a recruiter. Wow. Yeah. He, wow. And he would and, and everyone like I said everyone recruiting all the time. And same thing at meals, what your plan was, how you're going to sit with people. And if you weren't, if you were a off coach that day, which may might be six recruits in, but not one of them is yours. Yeah. How's you're, that? Like that? Oh, you're, you're, you're on, you're on, you're on point who you're with, who you're sitting with. Now it's all, it wasn't like, Hey, figure it out. It was kind of talk through, but he'd be great when all of a sudden you just see him walking and dinner coming towards you like that. And you just kind of pop up like, Hey, I'm going to hop up here quick. He just slide in to talk to mom and dad. Then you'd bump over to whoever the next one was, and you were working the thing, you know, all the time to build it. But his relatability and likability is extremely, extremely high. Yeah. And so that was, that was a big point for him. And then be on point and make sure you have your contacts. And then at the same time, boy, he better be a dude. <laughs> you know, don't be wasting your time on, uh-uh. on, on B-list guys. And then if you don't 
get them to camp. If they don't matter to that before, if they don't now, summer camp is what they don't he's come about. to summer camp. Summer camp, you're going to get absolutely crushed. And especially if you said they were coming, then you go with kind of oh they had carburetor problems, didn't make yeah. it, not good. Don't want that excuse. That's a bad deal. You're, you're you walk like, after the camp's over, you're just like this is going to be a bad day tomorrow. This <laughs> is going to be it's going to be oh it's a bad day. But it, you also like that sometimes you have a guy that's a fringe guy. So I'd always yeah I'd always I'd always undersell. I'd be like. Coach, I'm working on it. It's a good. I, I can't promise him. When I felt he was 80% coming, and so then when he showed up to the door, so it would be like, Jones is here. That a baby. Nice job. <laughs> so, a, but you don't want to tell him he's coming and have him not, no, no, no show. No. Right, we got to get to game show, Bill. Let's, oh, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Give us a call, 464-568. chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today's topic, NFL sack leaders by franchise. Okay, All time. Yeah. All time. Yeah. The best – Sackers in NFL history. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464 5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Well, you guys went two and three last week in trivia. Yeah. Can we have a better week this week? <laughs> it's fourth and 19. All right, I'll quit saying that. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got it. Is it fourth and one or fourth and 19? Mm-hmm. That's the big question. Fourth and one right now. Fourth yeah. and one. Okay, it's fourth yeah. and one. All right. I got to get a right play in. Get, unlike your coach, I got to get a play in. Thank yeah. you. Another yeah. shot at Mike McDaniel. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get a shot at Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins. I just want it to be fourth and the one. The sticks never moved. It was fourth down the entire time. Hey, never coach. moved. Hey, He's coach. standing right there. Oh, down. here's the best part, too. Is that the 50-yard line? Is that the 50-yard line? So you're standing there, so you know. It's not. Well, the ball was on right the there. nine. It was right the there. The sticks are right by him. Yeah. He froze. Yeah. We can't he freeze. Froze. We can't freeze. Go. Vic Fangio would have got it right. He, dang right he would. He's right. going that's to why he's there. defensively. That's, that's right. why he's at your house. All right. I th- believe you have the caller that you have uh, berated before, Sip. Sebastian on the oh, line? God. All right. Sebastian. Sebastian, how do you yeah. feel about NFL sack leaders by franchise? Oh, yay. Are you got it, Sebastian? Oh, yay. Probably. So, are you locked in? Yeah. All right. Compartmentalize because right. you got school, but you got this now, then you got school. Think about this now, and then think about school. Okay. Got a part. Okay. All right. All right. Go. Coach Bush, the lifeline for Sip for one question. Sebastian, yep. here we go. Who has the most sacks in Baltimore Ravens history with 132 and a half sacks, Sebastian? Hmm. Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis. Great name for the Ravens, but not the all time sack leader. You guys want that one or not? I don't. I know he's from Arizona State. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. You gonna steal it then? Okay. Now hold on. He played in Memorial Stadium. Played against Frank's team. What's his name? Oh. Just a big prototypical angular dude coming off the edge. Taking it or not? I'm gonna pass. Okay. Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs. State is yeah, correct. Have done that one. Yeah, you had that one. All right. Didn't didn't take it. Zero zero tie. Played Memorial Stadium. He didn't. Uh, okay, sip for the lead. Here's your first question. Who has the most sacks in Panthers history with 97 sacks with the franchise? This is for, for you guys. Uh, you know, think, Bill. Carolina I, Panthers. I have a guess. All right, I want you to guess because I got nothing. Is it Hardy? Greg Hardy? Yeah. 
got in, he got in some trouble he and did. Like, he cut himself short. Yeah. UFC, yeah. Yeah. UFC after that. Uh, Sebastian, do you want to steal that question or not? It's not Greg Hardy. Uh, I got a pass. Okay, okay, that's okay. Julius Peppers. Oh. From North Carolina, Julius yeah. Peppers. Good oh, player. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, back to you, Sebastian, for the lead. Who has the most sacks in Chicago Bears history with 124 and a half sacks? Um, that's a hard one. Mike Siegelter? I like the guess. Not a pass rush. My lifeline's gone. Yeah, it's on you. Pass. Richard Dent is the correct yeah. answer. Yeah, wouldn't have got it. No? No? Wouldn't have had that? I, I probably would have got that. Really? Okay, for the yeah. win, Sip, you're on All your right. own. All right, here we go. Zero, zero tie. Who has the most sacks in Chiefs history with 126 and a half sacks? Chiefs. For the win. On your own. Chiefs history. That's right. Um, I know my guess would be. I, I just got a last name, Thomas. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going with. Derek Thomas, yeah, Derek Thomas is correct. And that's yeah. business box of bagels for you, Sip. Mm-hmm. Pride, I guess. Yeah. No bagels for Sebastian, just a bagel. You win today. Any words for Sebastian? Sebastian, good job today. I'm, and we appreciate you calling. Now go have a good day at school. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. That's is he in class right okay. now? All right. Thanks, Sebastian. God bless See you, Sebastian. All right. Hey, you got some good names there for a kid. You know, Singletary. Not a passer, but a did great a, name. No, Sebastian did a great job, and, as uh, he always does. He did, yeah. yeah. But he, was, he lost. You win Yeah, today. we get the win. 1-0. We needed that uh, to start after yeah. a 2-3 and three week last week, Bill. Yeah, well, us, well, good job. Good I mean, Bill, here's the thing about coaches that I've learned, like Bill. He's not going to be great at this because he's been buried in – it's not my deal. I have a few names. For I, the like, last, last 20 years. Hey, he, but you knew it sucks. You said he went to Arizona yeah. State. You yeah. had that part. We you should like, have had that. You yeah. should have had I'm surprised yeah. you didn't get that. Right. Thanks. But yeah. you knew, like Sip, you danced around yeah. the question. Yeah. I can't get the name. I can I, remember. I can give you all the descriptives yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. He, was the, he was the prototype. Yeah. Right? He was the prototype. Well, he was a stud. He yeah. was a stud yeah. in the NFL. He was very good in college. He was very good. He long arms. He's a 14-year guy. He was a long time. Yeah, long career. Very successful career for Terrell Suggs. Excellent player. The spillover is next on Early Break in the Ticket.